0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX. It's 1130. Want to wish a happy birthday to my mom, Monty Summers. Want to make sure that I get that out there before the show is over. Because John Moselock, we can't uh, do anything without our moms. And she has been Unbelievable to my career, and before that, as a kid trying to play sports and driving me around town, man, do I appreciate mom. So, happy birthday, mom! How are you, John Mosella? Good morning to you. Well, good morning.
1: Happy birthday to your mother. And uh, you know, look, it's uh, it's been a tough week. Obviously, um, anytime you you finish your season where where you had higher expectations is always a little bit difficult. I mean, this time last week we were spending time with the coaching staff unpacking a little bit of what happened. But I think as you know, all baseball fans witnessed or all sports fans really witnessed over the last two uh, nights, it's you know the seasons are, are, are challenging, but you know once you get into October, it's, it's a new script. it's a new story and it's you know no matter how well you played for 162, it really matters how you play in a short season, and uh, I imagine it's pretty eye-opening to people. But I think you've heard me talk about it a lot over the years. It's it really is a, a tale of two cities, right? You, you got to finish the season, you got to get in, and then hopefully you're timing it right. You're hot, you're healthy, and uh, you can run the gauntlet.
0: And the Cardinals' philosophy has been, for as long as I can remember, certainly in the Dewitt era, is to stay in contention, win this division, get into the tournament and see what happens and hope to catch fire. But that's not unique to the Cardinals, is it? I mean, I think there are a lot of teams that no, share that I philosophy. think a
1: lot of times we get beat up on, you know, we're not built for deep runs in October. And I think what we've always tried to say is, like, look, you know, we are. It's just you got to have a lot of things go right. And, you know, obviously the the last few years we haven't been able to take that step forward. But, you know, I still think when you look at, at how we played our season – how 2022 unfolded you know if if you know maybe the the tournament started back in august we we would have been you know hitting a different stride so it just it's just so hard to to time it perfectly And I think you're seeing it with Philly and and San Diego right now from the National League perspective.
0: No doubt. They'll be playing for the National League pennant. And in the American League, the Cleveland Guardians, who are an upstart young team trying to knock off the Yankees tonight. That will not be easy. And the Houston Astros will be waiting the winner of that. And as you watch this and see it all unfold, it's a review of your own team? Actually, you just mentioned it. You've already had a review internally. You had a meeting. I told you that Ali Marmel uh, asked to join and, and jumped in on our show last week on his way to the meeting. Uh, can you describe just sort of how those meetings take place, who's involved, and, and everything, I'm sure, is thoroughly examined?
1: Yeah, it's really just a review of, of, of what took place in the year. I think the, the way you should think about these meetings is, is that really they're perpetual in the sense that they're always happening daily throughout the season. But really this is just, okay, we're putting 2022 behind us. Any final thoughts, anything you want us to reflect on? Um, Cause obviously when you think about building your, your roadmap for 2023, you want to have all the, the variables that you know in place so you can act accordingly. And so you know, to to much deeper dive on where we are medically in terms of of long term prognosis, understanding um, you know really where we are from a talent standpoint, where we think we can augment, how we think we can improve, and so that really is sort of you know page one, if you will, of 2023. And so um, all that stuff is 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 factored into how we think about building the club for next year. And and as you know, um, you know when we held that meeting. It was really, I think I began it by saying, look, a month from today, the World Series ends, Um, a month from tomorrow, GM meetings start, a week from, uh, five weeks from that, you have your uh, free agency. So all these things move really quickly in our sport, and there's no real downtime. So, you know, the the importance of last week's meeting is really just sort of to to start setting directionally where we want to go. And, you know, I think we were able to accomplish that. And, you know, really – um, I don't think people understand too. We're on a 1031 fiscal year. So, you know, getting all employees signed up, everything organized for 2023 has to be di- done in the next uh, two weeks.
0: Do you feel pretty good about that? I mean, just uh, talking about your staff, your front office, you, I know that is complicated, but. Ali uh, Marmel and group just how would you evaluate how things went this year? I mean I, I can say in the two-game series which we focused on in our conversation. I thought it was a very honest conversation um, He did touch on the ninth inning in game one and the fact that the offense Wasn't there in game two basically is is what went down
1: Yeah, I, th- I think overall I think the, the the coaching staff did a really nice job this year I think Ali did a great job as, as a first-year manager um, you know, look, I think in, in any business, there's always room for improvement wherever you look, and, and, you know, including myself. So, like, you know, no one can be, quote, be above that. And so having that reflection and, and, and really more of a, if you will, like a 360 review, I think is, is a much more fair approach versus just asking yourself, hey, can, where can I get better? So, you know, I think uh, the importance of, of what we can learn from that, I don't take too much stock into what happened in in a two-game series myself. Um, You know, clearly there's always going to be moments to second-guess something because we didn't win. So, you know, yeah, maybe you could have done something differently to change that. But, you know, I think uh, Ollie and his group, they stayed true to their process. They believe in it. And, you know, we'll look and see if there's places where we can make you know, overarching changes where we think we can improve and and make an impact for 2023.
0: You have done it before. I mean, you went out not long ago, got Nolan Arenado Before that, you went out, you made a deal for Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, It's not unprecedented that when you have needed something, heck, go back to Albert Pujols' part one. Uh, when, When 2011 had expired, you went out, you got Carlos Beltran. So it's not as if this organization hasn't gone out and found that extra piece if they need it.
1: Yeah, we'll certainly uh, try to do that if if, if we identify what that looks like and and who that is and, you know, can we make it fit? So, you know, clearly we know as we go into the offseason, Yadier Molina is retiring. So, you know, finding a catcher is probably going to be first on our list. There will be some other things that we're going to still try to accomplish. And good news is um, we do have time on our side, but, as I always remind people that I work with, it's the clock begins to tick pretty quick.
0: Uh, that is true. Uh, you have Adam Wainwright, a decision that we're going to hear at some point soon, and assuming that, that I'm assuming that Nolan Arnauto is, is back, is going to not opt out and we'll stay with the team, but we'll hear officially from him soon, and those are two pretty I big pieces. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I'd, I'd be surprised, but, yeah, I think I, you know, we've got a. Dot some I's, cross some T's, and 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 you know get both those gentlemen their situation resolved. Um, so hopefully we can do that over the next few weeks, and then uh, proceed with a, a, a more
0: traditional offseason. You have uh, a bullpen, a, a rotation, uh, an infield up the middle. Just in general, actually the whole defense of the middle. You mentioned catcher, but you know in terms of second base, shortstop, center field. Uh, I would use the word flexibility there uh, in terms of not totally knowing who those people are. There there are some moving parts, I would say.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of flexibility, as you mentioned. I think, you know, right now we haven't determined exactly what we want that to look like. Um, but the good news is we, we have a lot of talent there. And, you know, I think really the question is, is what can we expect from some of these players? Do we think they're going to emerge into everyday impactful players? players? Or do we feel like... There's, that's something we're going to have to explore outside. So I think, you know, right now we don't know the answer. Um, basically, those are some of the things we're pondering. And, um, you know, as we, we approach the free agent market, trade market here in about a month, month and a half, you know, those will be the types of questions that we're going to have to try to answer.
0: Understood. And, and there's still a lot uh, on the table for sure. And then there's the approach that Jordan Walker has made towards the big leagues. I mean, it is impressive, not to mention Mason Wynn. I don't want to leave people out, but those are the two big names that come to mind because of what they're doing down at the Arizona Fall League, Jordan in particular. Uh, What have you heard, seen, and felt about what he's done and what his future holds?
1: Well, Jordan Walker's been, uh, needless to say, having an excellent Fall League, which is great to see. Um, Have some people going out there this week to sort of evaluate how our players look. You also get a little sense of what that league looks like. Um, i some comments that it's not the strength you might have seen a few years back because um, there's just not a whole lot of uh, um, established pitchers. And I think a lot of it was just because of the longer minor league season this year and, and, and people were just very cautious on who they were sending. But Walker's case, he's been tremendous. You mentioned uh, Wynn. Tim Kent has, has certainly opened up some eyes. Oh, you know, overall, our guys have been playing pretty well out there, and, and that's that's good news. But Walker's a special talent, and uh, you know, I've been with the Cardinals for 28 years, and I would definitely say he's sort of a rarefied air
0: type of talent. Wow! Uh, w- just from your perspective, what makes him great? I mean, we obviously hear the bats, see it. If from what we can see, what what do you see that that puts him in that category?
1: Well, I think from an offensive standpoint, he's just such an exciting player. Um, hits the ball hard. He's not afraid to go the other way. Um, it just he understands he has a good approach at the plate. And, and so I, it's just very exciting. And, you know, I think there's a pretty simple way of looking at guys that, that tend to be successful in the big leagues. It's you know, can they minimize their, their strikeout rate and can they hit the ball hard? And, you know, he hits the ball I won't say as hard as everybody in in, in the big leagues, but it, it's it's a special talent, and he's coming into his own. I mean, you got to remember he's only 21 years old, so physically he's still developing. But you know, from a very early age, he's very impressive.
0: John Moselock is with us for just a couple more minutes. So just two quick things left. One is I think the reason why. This one hurts a little bit more, and you mentioned the business of it, I'm with you. I mean, I usually get over these pretty quickly. I, I think we all had a sentimental tug towards Yachty and Albert, and for that matter, Wayno, who's not set officially one way or the other. But I'm sure you can understand that too. It Just when you review 22, you'll remember those moments. Right now it hurts, but it was a very, very special year, was it not?
1: Well, I think from a fan standpoint, Yes, it's disappointing. We're still not playing, but from creating memories, for, from building our, our 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 younger fans that ended up getting to, to witness Albert Pujols and Yadi playing again, um, you know, you ask, <coughs> excuse me, you ask yourself a question like, you know, where were some of these younger kids, 10, 11 years ago, and you know, some were you know five, six years old, some were maybe fifteen, but. To get that, that memory in, of 2022 and to see Albert accomplish 700, I think, is is going to be lasting. You know, when, you, when you think about your brand and how much pride you take in the St. Louis Cardinals, this really was just another feather in the cap. But, you know, look, I get it. We're not playing, so that's a bummer. But 2022 will always be a positive memory for me.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Then we will always remember what those individuals uh, that you just mentioned did do in October that cemented their legacy as well, as well as Bruce Suter. And I wanted to close with that. We've lost Hall of Famer Bruce Suter at the age of 69. He was the closer uh, for a long time. He shut down the 82 World Series, as everybody well knows. And we're going to hear Game 7, ninth inning coming up after this break. But as a person, also just so approachable, wasn't he, Mo? I mean, he was a, a big part of this alumni group, and he is missed.
1: Yeah, it's very sad. I mean, obviously, anytime you lose somebody that that was important to you or, or, or to an organization, is 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 I mean, something that I, I think uh, we all take a, a step back and and uh, you know keep his family in our prayers. The one thing about. Bruce that like I always admired, is he always wanted to help younger people and and younger players specifically. And and so, you know, he always made himself available. Um, He was one that would uh, always pick up the phone. He wouldn't be afraid to hop on a plane to do something. So he was just uh, very gracious with his time. And um, he's definitely going to be missed. And again, my condolences to the family.
0: Appreciate your time very much. Thanks for joining us on these Sunday mornings. We'll catch up with you real soon. and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.